Dismas by Julianne Leonard Read by Albert Sines I was supposed to die that day on the cross, friendless and alone. The cause that I had fought for had been defeated. The goods and treasures that I had stolen were no longer mine. They had seen when I was taken captive that there was nothing left for me not even the faith of my people. I would not even be allowed that. I had been cast away from them, worthless and unclean, something not fit for anything under the eyes of the law, only fit to be handed over to their enemies, to be shunned, rejected, and scorned. They hung me on the cross during the great feast of the Passover. To them... I was no longer one of the chosen people of the Lord, no longer worthy to be called a son of Abraham. But he was next to me throughout those hours of agony. Hanging on another cross was the God who should have rejected me, a friend to me, even in this suffering and pain that was my lot. My voice mocked him, but my mind ached and marveled at what sort of man he must be not for what crimes they accused him of, but for what I saw him do, the painful killing nails in my flesh not allowing me to turn away from the truth that I saw. He was a bloody, writhing mess as he hung on the cross. But even I who had rejected God, who thought that he had rejected me, could see his divinity clearly in that place, enough that it froze the next wave of mockery before it could rise up in my mouth. How could he have been anything else? What do you say of a man who prays as he is being flogged? What words can tell of a man who asks God to forgive the men who are killing him? All I had done was to curse and rail against this fate. For him, it seemed to be a great duty which he had undertaken as his lot, no less painful than mine, but bearable, for it was born out of love. I saw the man who was at his feet and the women who stood with him weeping there, their outstretched arms held back from reaching out to him by the guards, depriving him of the goodness that their comfort might give to him in his pain. I listened to the crowds jeering, calling out against him. He said nothing, just turning his head, as if he would accept their blows on that cheek as well. Even the other man, who was facing the same death, cursed and jeered at him, cruelly meaning each accusation he cast, as though insulting the death of a man who was innocent of any crime would save him from the pains of dying. I called out for him to stop, bile rising in my throat just to hear it. What had this man done to deserve to be humiliated in such a horrible fashion? I saw him then. He looked at me, his face too racked with pain to smile at my deed, but even dying could not kill the kindness that still showed through his eyes. I wondered... If I would have met him before, would I have found myself on this cross 
dying beside him on Golgotha? I called out to him, thinking of the inscription hanging above his thorn-crowned head on that cross. I called out to him, shouting with all the gasping breath left in my lungs, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He looked at me then, and I saw the light still shining through those eyes, already darkening with death. Then he called out to me. He called me by name, called me as a friend, like the man who stood below, weeping to himself as he comforted the women. I tell you, this very day, you shall be with me in paradise. They meant for me to die alone and friendless that day. Instead, I found a new life with a friend in God on that cross. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.